All right, go to your Bibles really quickly. This will be my quick sermon. Matthew chapter 15, and I'm going to read verse 21 through verse 28. You don't have to stand, but I'm going to read just a few verses. Matthew chapter 15, verse 21 through verse 28. When you have it, say, I have the bread. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs and she said yeah Lord you're right yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table then Jesus answered and said unto her O woman great is thy faith be it unto thee even as thou wilt and her daughter was what made whole from that very hour. I want to speak to you today from the subject and the saucer will be blessed. <laughs> and the saucer will be blessed. Mark chapter 10 verse 45 says this, but even the son of man came not to be served but to serve and to give this life as a ransom for many. Doing life Jesus' way is serving others. He taught us how to serve. Just a, a point I want you to write down for you that are taking notes. You will never go wrong doing the right thing. Now, it's not always convenient. Doing the right thing is not always convenient. But you never go wrong doing it. My mother has said this to me ever since I was a child and it always rings in my ear ever so often. She says, if you do right, right will always follow you. I want to encourage somebody in here or admonish you or challenge you. You can't do people crooked all your life and expect good things to come to you. Be the friend you want to have. Nobody helping me. Nobody helps me. Nobody helps me. Well, when you were up, how many people did you help? We all have opportunities to do the wrong thing. As a matter of fact, you don't have to look for sin. Sin is more convenient than righteousness. Talk to me in here. You don't have to look for sin. It's always available. Paul says it like this. When I would do good. Evil is always present. I'll never forget I was in uh, Vegas 
for the gospel awards. And when I realized I had to perform, I needed a suit. I knew I was going to wear my white robe, but when I realized I got to perform, I don't need to, I don't even want to wear my white robe through the whole ceremony, right? So I need a suit. I was like, y'all take me to the store. When I got to the store, I'm running late. I got to do it fast, quick in a hurry. But it's Vegas. Everything was so expensive. So I went in the store and I found, uh, uh, I said, I'm just going to get a nice black suit. But everything that I looked for that was in my price range didn't fit me right. And the only thing that fit me right was something that was extremely too expensive. But, but my options are small and I'm running out of time. So I was like, I'll get the suit anyway. And just between me and you, I said, I'll get the suit. It's too expensive. And after this gospel awards, I just, uh, I thought we were, I thought we were friends for real. Y'all sat there and judged me. I see it. I could see some, I could see it on some of y'all's faces. I hope you ain't got the tag still in that communion dress. Maybe that's why some of y'all got steel. Tape under the bottom of the shoes. Then I was like, no, I can't do that because it's the principle. And I got my godson with me. And sometimes responsibility and being responsible for others helps challenge us to stick to our principles. And um, so then I, I said, no, I'm going to get it. And they said, oh, you're going to need alterations? I said, yes. And they said, well, we can do it real quick for you. And they pinned it up for me. They said, we well, get, get it back for you in a moment. And then I went to the counter to pay for it. And when I got to the counter to pay for it, the, the young lady, she said, who helped you? I says, oh, them over there. She said, where's the pants? I said, they've already given it for alterations. She says, okay. She then bagged the suit up, she says, okay, and handed it to me. Is this the blessing because I said I won't gonna bring it back? And then I have to start calculating in my mind. Let me tell you something. Picking up somebody's wallet, they dropped it, is not your blessing. At least try to find out who it is. Jesus taught us how to serve even when it's not convenient because you'll never go wrong doing the right thing. He also taught us how to serve the will of the Father even when the Father's will is killing us. Yes. The Son of Man is serving the will of the Father. I need you to encourage somebody near you. Tell them this is much bigger than you. And I want to encourage you with this point and I'll move on now. The one who serves from a pure place will never be overlooked by God. Now I'm going to read that one more time. I'm going to say it one more time. The person who first serves and the person who serves from a pure place In other words, I'm not serving to fill a void in me. 
as much as I'm serving to fill a void in somebody else. I'm not serving to be seen by man and to get man's accolades because that'll be tested. If you're serving for men's accolades, that will be tested because men will forget you. And if you're consistent and if you're faithful, a sign of your consistency is being taken for granted. Until you've been taken for granted, you're not that faithful. Nobody today, when you sat in the seat that you're sitting in, is like, wow, this seat held me up. I'm so, oh, wow, isn't this a this seat? It's just a great seat. It held me up. No one said that. You know why? Because you expected the seat to be here when you got here. And when you sat in it, you expected to do what it does. And some of you, that's who you are. You're always in place. You're always showing up. You're always serving. And you says, wow, I, 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 sometimes I feel unseen. You're taking care of your children and you feel unseen. You're washing dishes and you feel unseen. You're helping people at work and you feel unseen. That's an expression of your faithfulness. And you're rejecting the thing that's announcing you. You may be the child that takes care of an aging parent. Because I don't care how many children and how many siblings you have. It always falls on one or two. It's just how it is. Certain people have a certain grace and a certain capacity. Hallelujah. But if you're doing it from a pure place, you will not be overlooked. You may be the person who volunteers at the church. Or in a local nonprofit, tell your neighbor, you will not be overlooked. You may be also the friend that helps everybody move. And then you feel like maybe you don't have the same coming back to you all the time. You will not be overlooked. But hear my statement. Those who serve from a pure place will never be overlooked by God. People will overlook you because people are frail and we have short attention spans. And you're everything to us in the moment we need you. And then very quickly we can forget. Thank you, mommy, for what you gave me until something else comes out tomorrow and I want that. And if you, the one time you say no, you're a bad parent. But you'll never be overlooked by God. One way we knew God served humanity when he was walking in the earth is that he served by Performing miracles all in the New Testament. We know those miracles. Most of you, your favorite miracle is his first miracle. Where he turned water into wine. I know you like that because that's the debate that y'all bring up to me all the time. Says, Bishop, you said we can't drink, but even Jesus turned water into wine. Mm -hmm. He did some other stuff you ain't doing yet. But anyway. Hear me, Jesus performed many miracles, but I believe one of the one of the most popular miracles Jesus performs is the feeding. And I'm going to tell you why I believe it's so popular, because even when you go to Israel to this day, they will point and says, this is the field where he fed the 5000, not including women and children. This is the field. There are, there are small churches that's built on that, on that hillside to commemorate where Jesus fed the 5,000, not include women and children, so almost 20,000 people. Why do they believe this is the place? Because it took place around the Lake Gennesaret or what some call the Sea of Galilee. 
And, and they believe this is the spot because it's, it's set up as a natural amphitheater because sound is amplified across water. And so you can see it on that hillside. All of these people standing and Jesus is preaching with the water magnifying his sound. And the people are hungry. They're far away from where they could get food. And in chapter 14, the Bible says his disciples say this is too complicated. We can't feed all these people. Send them home. Jesus says, what do you have? I want to tell you something. You're not a candidate for a miracle until you first know what you have. How much would it cost for you to be debt free? Well, if you don't know that amount, you're not a candidate for a miracle. Because if you don't know what you need and you don't know what you have, then it being wiped out could be attributed to good luck. But I need you to tell your neighbor, it's going to take a miracle. There are some things that are going on in your life. It's going to take, hey, glory be to God. But I want you to know I believe in miracles. I don't know about y'all. I said, I believe, be how many in this room, you believe in miracles? As, as I get ready, as I get ready to close out in here. And when I tell you I believe in miracles, I, be I believe in miracles. Two, uh, uh, two weeks ago, I was on my way to uh, New York to preach on a Monday and I got a phone call from uh, from Bishop Brandon Jacobs and Bishop Brandon Jacobs says younger where you at I said, <laughs> I says I, I'm uh, uh, New York he says where I said, I'm on the train I got to preach he says man people be lying I said what are you talking about he said I just got a phone call that you were in the hospital and you weren't doing good they said, you need to pray for your brother because I just got a phone call that Bishop Young is in the hospital. He's not doing good. And he says, people meet. I said, who told you that? He said, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> and when people said that, I'm like, all right, blessings. Oh, well, then just a short time after that, I did start having some discomforts. And I just went for a regular checkup. And when I was in there for my regular checkup, uh, my doctor, Dr. Kevin, and I, my doctors, Dr. Kevin and Dr. Jared Dodd, he enforced. When, when, he, uh, when he was listening to my heart, he says, your heart rhythm is kind of off. And he says, and I hear a heart murmur, and I've never heard that from you before. And he says, the only thing, the reason why it concerns us is because you come and see us, and you just saw us, and we never heard that before. And he says, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, scare you, but I do want you to go see a specialist. I do want to get you to go see an echocardiogram, have an echocardiogram. So I said, okay, I'll go. Let me, can I be honest with you all since, you know, I told you about, I almost stole some. So I did, I paid for it. I paid for it. I pay, everybody know I paid for it. Somebody look, look at your name and say, Bishop paid for it. As a matter of fact, I got the suit on right now. I paid for it. So can't nobody come in here and get it off of me. I'll pay for this suit. Mm. So listen to me. I was, when I went for the echocardiogram, they said my blood pressure was up, right? Because to be honest, I had faith, but I also was nervous. I want to tell somebody in this room, you don't have to be perfect in faith to get a miracle. 
I'm going to tell somebody who like, hold on, I'm trying to trust God and I'm nervous. Guess what? God can handle it. God can handle you saying, Lord, I believe, but helped out my unbelief. I want to tell somebody in this room uh, that your nerves may be running right now, but you're still a candidate for a miracle. Hallelujah. God can re meet you right where you are. I need about 50 people in this room just to lift up your faith right now and shout, it's about time for a miracle. I believe in miracles because I believe in God. There is nothing. I wish I had a witness. I got to go to D.C. But there's nothing too hard for God. What God cannot do does not exist. I need somebody to raise up a sound if you know he's a healer. If you know he's a deliverer. Oh, oh, they tested me. They put stickers all over my chest. I said, don't forget, put one right here. She said, I know what I'm doing. I said, okay, do make sure you do it. Check it because it looks like I feel something right here. Because let me tell you something. When you are fearful, everything will speak to your fear. But when you become faithful, everything will speak to your faith. I want you to lay hands on three people. Tell them, I still believe God. Sometimes scared to death, but I believe God. Sometimes nervous, but I believe God. And I'm going to keep quoting the scripture. For God has not given me the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, the spirit of love, and a sound mind. Somebody jump up and shout, I got a sound mind. I'm not going to have a breakdown. I may be nervous, but not a breakdown. <laughs> I may be fearful, but I will not be immobile because I believe God. Y'all be seated. Y'all give me seven minutes and I'm going to be finished. Go with me there. And so I asked the lady when she finished. I said, I said, what, what the test? What the test say? Because I looked at the screen. looked like I was pregnant or something. looked like I was... I said, I said, she says, she said, yes, you're having twins. You know, some of us, some of us joke just to be able to get through the moment. Some of y'all need to smile. Some of y'all look still. Some of y'all here today, y'all look mean. Y'all happy in Jesus? Sometimes you got to laugh and holler because that does like a medicine. Amen. Don't be so deep in spiritual that you can't laugh. Hallelujah. Some of y'all don't need to look at the passion of Christ anymore. You need to look at a sitcom. You need to watch a cartoon or something. You need to get free in God. And so, and so I said, I said, I asked her, I said, what did, what did you, what did you see? What you see? She says, <laughs> she says, unfortunately, I'm not allowed to go over your test results with you. You have to discuss that with your primary doctor. I looked at her. I was like, man, please. I need to know. I've been waiting for the, I've been waiting for the test. So then I finally get the test and you didn't put stickers all over my chest and, and see what kind of child I'm having. And you still can't tell me what's going on. So they told me Friday, you're going to get your test results. So they said, eh. and I said, well, I said, mama, schedule is busy Friday. What time? They said, well, we can, we can set it up for a tele, uh, telehealth visit. Thank you. Help me, med uh, medical professionals. And so I said, okay, I I'll do that. So it was supposed to be at 415. I come in at 415. They make you pay the copay in advance before that screen come up. Hey, Amen. They're going to get that money. You see how God does? He lets you come into church, sit down. Some of y'all done drink the coffee and everything and trust that you're going to give an offering later. But the world don't trust you like that. You got to pay before you get the movie and you got to pay before you get to the doctor. <laughs> he trusts us and we won't even trust him. 
<laughs> it's my last sermon of the year. I'm all right. <sighs> and so I'm sitting at 415 and I'm sitting out and paid my, my copay. Church does give me good insurance. Thank you so much, church. I only paid $15. And so I'm sitting there at the screen like I'm adjusting it. 415, 420, 430. And then finally, the lady came on and says, Mr. Younger. I said, yes, yes, ma'am. She says, uh, Dr. Kevin is running a little bit behind, and they're going over some tests. And so uh, can we just call you so back and let you know to come in so you're not sitting in the virtual waiting room? I said, yeah. I said yes, that'll be good. I do have an event tonight. So, you know, we had the gala, you know, but it won't even about the gala. I needed to know. And when she said they was going over tests, I'm like, is that my test? Oh, man, they see something. You see how your mind start? Start racing in. Hallelujah. And then it was 514. Then he finally came back. Hey, sorry. Sorry, Bishop. I was running a little late. Uh, just going over things. And I have to look at your test one more time. Make sure I communicate. Well, I've been, I've been doing medicine for 30 years. And um, I know what I, I heard uh, the other day, but... Evidently, it corrected itself because. Oh! Oh! I need you to tell somebody he's still working miracles. And maybe that test wasn't for me. Maybe somebody in this room needed to know that although your nerves may be a little crazy, tell your neighbor he can still work the miracle. So he works a miracle with two fish, five loaves of bread, and he feeds 5,000 men, not including women and children, right? 5,000, not with two fish, five loaves of bread, and left over, Robert, you stick with this, uh, uh, Dig and Jason, hear me, 12 baskets left, all right? Then he goes on the other side of the lake. And on the other side of the lake, he performs another miracle. This time, 4,000. With seven pieces of bread, with seven baskets left over. Hold on. Why go over these numbers, Jesus? Just tell us it was a little food and you fed a whole lot of people. And then I got over here. They was hungry too. And they had a little food and I fed a whole lot of people. I want you to tell your neighbor the miracle and the message is in the details. I, I want y'all to wake up in this room. I want you to wake up in your life because some of y'all don't experience the supernatural because you're not looking for it. It can be happening all the time. The hotel room you walked in, the streets you moved on. It's not by accident that you and the person that you hadn't seen in a long time walked in the room at the very same time. I need you to look at your neighbor, tell your neighbor the miracle and the message is in the details. The Bible says the spirit is speaking and he that have an ear let him hear what the spirit is saying I come to tell somebody in this room there are miracles that are taking place all around you right now it's in the numbers it's in the phone call it's in the commercial it's in the job application it's in the resume it's who you sat beside in the classroom it's who you sat near in the waiting room there are no accidents with God Scream at somebody, tell them there are no accidents with God. 
5,000. I want you to know, these were two different people groups. In Matthew chapter 14, they were Jews. We know, so he was communicating there's bread for the Jews. First, how do we know that? It was five loaves. Five is the number of the Pentateuch or Torah. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. What? Twelve baskets full. Twelve. A number of the twelve tribes. So he was saying, that's bread. Hallelujah. That's bread for Israel. But I'm so glad he didn't stop there. He crossed the river. Hallelujah. I need you to look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, he crossed the lake for me. Hallelujah. There is a there is a random story in the middle of this. Because we said when you get on the other side, it's 4,000. Four of this were caught on the directions. North, south, east, and west. Seven baskets full is the number of completion. And if you look in the, in the book of Exodus, when it told them they would come in and possess the land of promise, there were seven nations they had to conquer. So seven nations that had to conquer in the Old Testament and seven nations he saved in the New. I wish I had somebody here that would talk to me. I'm on my way to my seat. But there's a random story sitting in the middle he feeding over here he's feeding over there he was feeding the Jews over here and now he's on his way and we want to go straight to the next text but there's a strange story right in the middle where this Canaanite woman pulls up on a Jewish man a Jewish rabbi and says Jesus the son of David have, have mercy she was crying out and it won't even for her she said my daughter some of y'all don't understand there's some of us in this room we go so hard in church and passionate because we're not it ain't just about us we got children that's dependent on us we got family members that are dependent on us and the bible said the bible says the disciples said Jesus Tell her to be quiet. She crying after us. Now, I licensed y'all today. You all are deacons and we reinstated you. You all are elders. But please, although people clap for you and people will honor you, don't ever get it twisted that they're coming after you because of you. If God hadn't anointed you, oh my don't you oh y'all bad y'all beasts y'all monsters all that crazy stuff they say about you don't you let it make you drunk because you can wake up one morning and your fingers not move and all of a sudden people will stop calling my god y'all y'all that's it you can wake up and not have a voice you are you'll realize that some people if they can't use you they don't want you if god don't anoint you you ain't got nothing to give if he don't die, if he don't pull, if he don't pick you up, you ain't got nothing to stand on. And they got it twisted. She crying after us. Jesus stop her. She is not crying after y'all. She never said, Peter. She never said, Thomas, Thomas. She said, uh, Jesus. That's Saturday. My daughter. My daughter. And you know what Jesus said? She said, he said, well, she said, my daughter, he said, no, nah, it ain't right for me to give the children's bread to dogs. Now, people who don't know our faith, they don't ever quote the scripture about Jesus when they like to be interfaith. 
See, I'm okay with Christians. I'm okay with Jesus. I don't like Christians because, you know, Jesus says, love your neighbor. He also says it's not right to give the children's bread to dogs. Put that on a bumper sticker. Jesus. You are a dog, Jesus. Come on. Come on. I know y'all read it in King James Version. Read it in hood. Dog, get away from me. Come on, country people. Get out of here. Get that dog out this house. And some of you are so sensitive and so easily offended because you've been cradled in life. That you are too sensitive to get a miracle. Now y'all think I'm playing. Because when you out here on God, God will make you look embarrassed before you get blessed. He'll put mud on your face. Oh, you gotta know the Bible. He'll put mud on your face and say, now walk through the crowd with mud on your face. I'm gonna heal your eyes, but you gotta put some mud on your face. Tell your neighbor, no mud, no miracle. I mean, he, he would do, he'll walk up to you while you lame trying to get a miracle and says, do you want to be whole? That's offensive. Do you want to be whole? What do you think I'm here for? So many of you are going to realize in this season you're in, your breakthrough is going to be determined by your response. You can't control. I feel like, oh, I feel God in here. You can't control all the things that happen to you. You can't control what your supervisor at your job does. You can't control how your spouse will treat you. You can't control all of these factors. But you can control how you respond. And David says, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall become boast in the Lord. And the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. It ain't right for me to give the children's bread to the dog. What happened in the middle that made him give bread on the other side? A response of a woman that was desperate. She says, you, you said right. But even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. She had a revelation that whatever was in the loaf is also in the crumbs. And so my message to you today is not all, not just everybody around you, but also the salsa. The salsa, we gonna, we'll be blessed the salsa is the thing that holds up the cup. Nobody brags about the salsa. As a matter of fact, the salsa is often unseen because it's eclipsed by the circumference of a fancy cup with a gold rim and a nice handle. Uh, the salsa is just a flat thing. Holding it up. The salsa protects Hallelujah. The drinker from the heat. 
be to God. And God says, tell the salsa. Hallelujah. You will be blessed too. There's an interesting history about the salsa. And in some cultures, my God, the salsa was just the thing to hold up the cup. So you could rest the cup on, on it and lift it up when you can and put it back. But then in other ancient cultures, you drink from the salsa first. In other words, they would take the tea and tilt it over into the salsa and then let the tea or the liquid begin to swim around the circumference that it would chill off and then they would lift up the salsa to drink from the salsa. I just want to say this to you. Whether it comes to you first or whether it comes to you eventually, it's coming to you. <laughs> whether it comes today or it comes tomorrow, those who trust in the Lord will not be put to shame. Y'all stand, I'm finished. Tell your neighbor, the saucer will be blessed. You didn't miss your opportunity. Keep serving. Come on, tell your neighbor. Tell them you didn't miss it. Keep loving. You didn't miss it. Keep forgiving. You didn't miss it. Because before it's over, the saucer will be blessed. Psalm 23 says this. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He making me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. They do. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil for thou art with me. The rod and thy staff they comfort me. Don't go nowhere enemies because thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil and my cup. Where is it going to go? If the cup runs over, where is it going to go? Touch three people and tell them, it's coming to you. It's coming to you. What's in the cup is coming to the salsa. Now may the grace of our Lord and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit rest on you rule over you abide with you Ramp Church it's been a good year you've held me up you've held up the ministry and I command the blessing I command the blessing bless going out bless coming in bless me your storehouse bless me your cover and these blessings will come on you and over May he bless you and your children.
I'm your children's children. I'm your children's children's children. May your friends be blessed. May your co-workers be blessed. I want you to open up your mouth if you've been a saucer. Open up your mouth. Shout. Shout with the voice of triumph. Shout with the voice of triumph. You are seen. You are loved. Shout with the voice of triumph. The Bible says man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. I pray that you are blessed by the message today. And if you want to continue to get more inspirational, motivational, and even more gospel messages, I encourage you to follow our YouTube channel or subscribe to our podcast. And today we want to give you an opportunity to partner what we're doing domestically here at our local church and what we're doing all over the world. There are ways to give. And remember, when you sow, that seed may leave your hand, but it'll never leave your life. The Bible declares to us that when we sow, seeds are connected to harvest. Well, I want you to remember that I know what it feels like to cry until you have no more tears left to cry. But after you finish crying, don't stop. Get up and keep going.